today's show, Kate Bush got to the top of the charts doing a bit of trend jacking. Can you do similar? Let's investigate. This is 30 Minute Music Marketing, and we're going to find out. 30 Minute Music Marketing. For musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Apologies, my uh, microphone is playing up um, this week, so we've, I, I'm on a, a temporary microphone if I don't sound as luxurious and, um, and delicious and rich as I normally do. Technological problems aside, are you well, Greg? I'm fine. I'm recovering from our rather busy weekend. Very busy weekend. We'll maybe talk about that uh, later in at the end of the episode. But, but otherwise, the, no, I'm good. Yes, um, we are going to talk initially about Kate Bush and her re-emergence into the UK charts. No, at the top of the UK charts with her continued appearance, uh, or her music at least, in, in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And that is sort of an example of trend jacking, which we have covered on the show before, but I thought it's worth covering again because maybe this time in this episode we can actually get down and discuss more specifics as to execution and how our listeners and our viewers can actually go about um, trend jacking and maybe putting some more of their music next to things that are Mm -hmm. popular. What do you reckon, Greg? Well, I mean, yeah, trend jacking, obviously it's not done Kate Bush any harm. It's not done her any harm whatsoever. She loves a bit of trend jacking. So let's maybe learn from her and uh, see if we can use it to uh, to boost our, our own music careers. So come on then, Sheldon. For those who might not know, what is trend jacking? A nice uh, succinct definition is a method of gaining exposure by putting yourself alongside something which is currently popular so we use all that attention that's focused on something else to draw attention to ourselves and our music and that aids discovery that's the one thing us diy independent artists need we need our music to be discovered so if something else has all this attention and and people have their eyes and ears on that if there's any way of putting ourselves in close proximity maybe crowbarring ourselves into that attention window then that's something that might be a benefit to us and again as we said at the top of the episode kate bush loads of people loads of young people have actually discovered the music of kate bush obviously old soaks uh, like ourselves you know we've had kate bush coming out of our ears for uh, for decades but that just goes to show you how if something is popular if you put your music potentially alongside it then that's just a way of piggybacking on top of a popular trend to get your music discovered so I'd, let's face it greg new music is all about discovery uh, that could be a playlist it could be a recommendation from a friend it could be a blog or it could be in this day and age an algorithm on some sort of music or or video platform or even just a, a stumble across where you just happen yeah. to i mean even you know we were at a festival this weekend and you know you, there's always the potential to stumble across your new favorite band so if we 
ourselves as musicians can identify a trend which already has people's attention, place ourselves alongside that, then, you know, there's a good chance of gaining some sort of exposure from it. Now, the only thing here in this context is that Kate Bush didn't pitch her song personally to Stranger Things, did she? No, that would be a traditional music sync. A music supervisor would have said, I like this particular music. Can we place it within our show? And she will have been initially a rewarded very handsomely and also subsequently has got some money from loads of streams off the back of that. So Are yeah, you so saying I'll... that that she got paid twice? Yeah. And when you think to about it, she must, have, she must have made an absolute mint because it's not just one song placement in one episode. It's multiple times, pretty much. Through the through entire each series. Ching, ching, ching. Now, obviously, I can't promise you that because what we're talking about isn't a traditional music sync. It, it's basically, like I said, trying to piggyback on top of in yeah. a gorilla style. So slightly different approach, but you know, as a, as a means of discovery, something that's definitely worth investigating. Okay, so all right, let's get practical, Sheldon. How can it. your audience or our audience do that using something like social media? So let us use Twitter, for example. You open Twitter at any time and go to the trending tab. There are, in your specific country where you are based, uh, an ever-changing list of 30 topics or hashtags that people are using most frequently or talking about the most on Twitter at any one time. So the idea then is to look at those hashtags, think about your existing uh, music back catalogue, and then think, have you got anything which has any sort of connection, you know, either legitimate or maybe potentially tenuous otherwise that could fit in with those topics? So if that is the case, then you can maybe potentially reply under what is a popular tweet within that hashtag or conversation with a link to the song and maybe even just a bit of uh, text um, to sort of qualify it and say why it might be valid to the discussion. Or you can just create a new tweet to your followers, which will obviously, uh, containing that hashtag, talking about that topic. And again, not only will it be seen by your followers because it will contain that particular hashtag, or if Twitter will identify that you're talking about that trending topic, you will be placed within that list of, uh, of trending topics. So it will be seen by people outside of your circle you could link uh, do a link to the song uh, that's on a streaming platform you could link to a youtube video or you might even decide to if the uh, there's like some sort of content uh, music video content on youtube maybe download that place maybe you know a 30 second clip within that particular tweet. There's, di there's different ways to do it, but what you're doing is you're piggybacking onto the top of um, that existing conversation, that existing attention, and either pointing people elsewhere to where the music that's connected to this topic might be hosted, or you may be saving them a job, and they may be more likely to watch an embedded piece of um, music video or a music performance than actually go offer an external link. Or, you know, you could be clever and do both. So, for example, I'm doing a, uh, a video for my uh, YouTube channel, which is tied in 
with Atari's 50th anniversary. So oh, would that, that be, would be similar to trend jacking? That would be a very good opportunity. Do you know the exact date of when the uh, the 50th anniversary is? No, they don't. They don't I know it's around now because I'm hearing it being mentioned in conversation. So, yeah, I dug out something that is Atari related. I'm presenting it in a new way, trying to jump on the Atari bandwagon. You get the idea. Everyone else is doing it, Greg. Why shouldn't you? Exactly. So, okay, Twitter, you've talked about yep. that. Let's go on to your, let's go, you know, your favourite fanboy at the moment on what about TikTok? The tickety talkers, right. Now, as I said in the last episode, when you're putting content out on TikTok as a musician, you don't necessarily need to have anything to do with trending. So you can just basically stay within your niche, create the content that you want to create, and that's fine. However, if you do want to use those trending topics, then then by all means, let's, you know, you could maybe try both strategies, try doing just the stuff that you want to do or try to um, jump on top of um, uh, trending bandwagons, see which one gets you the most of the views. Now, um, technically, uh, if something is trending on TikTok, you will generally see it pop up on your FYP your For You page. So, you know, you'll just be scrolling, Greg, and mm -hmm. you will see things that, that tie into maybe a certain theme or maybe a, a particular piece of music that's being used. And just by nature of it being popular, the algorithm will seed it out to more people. You will probably see it. You will discover it because of the, the means of the algorithm. And then it's a case of saying, right, do I have any existing songs or existing sort of video content that fits in with these topics and these themes and maybe potentially these hashtags as well? If you have, then it's a good um, opportunity to find your video content, format it for TikTok, put it out there through your uh, account. Mm -hmm. um, you can use different resources if you want to start to independently find stuff that is trending on TikTok. If you go to Google and mm -hmm. Google TikTok Creative Center, the Creative Center will give you a list of trending hashtags, trending videos in your country. So again, you can actually do an investigative search and find out what's popular. I think you might need to create a business account within that creative center, but it won't ask you for any sort of credit cards or anything. There's also a website called ontrend.ai, right. which lists popular sounds on TikTok. So if you want to create videos using those popular sounds, once you find out what's maybe trending in your particular country or within a particular category, um, there are also individual creators on TikTok who are like sort of business consultants. And what they do is each and every day they will upload content where, which points out um, trending sounds for people to basically hop on and get on a trend nice and early and maybe ride the crest okay. of a wave. So what we'll do is that within the show notes of this particular episode, we'll, we'll, we'll include some of those links so okay, people cool. can uh, track them down for ourselves. And as I say, you know, it, it's up to you. I have chosen so far to, uh, to just use all my own content, but my most popular video on TikTok so far with 2 million views is a song which was at the time, I think, four years old. And the video was four years old, but it was about a trending topic 
in mm. the UK at that time, which is the cost of living crisis. And because that song basically chimed and struck a chord and resonated with people, um, because that is just something which is um, so... Um, so what's the, what's the it, it's very much at the forefront of people's minds resonate at the moment it fitted in with the current news agenda mm-hmm. that's possibly the the best way and that's why um it got me two million views and our biggest performing video so far because it, it fitted in yeah. with the current news cycle it was popular it was trending i had a piece of existing um uh, content to go with it Bish, bash, bosh. All you did was reformat it in a 916 format. And stuck some captions over it. And two million views and um, tens of thousands of new followers later. Bosh. There you go. So so anytime you've got content which maybe, you know, fits in with what is happening to people in wherever you are, then um, you've got a better chance of. of uh, coming to people's attention. Okay, but ultimately, Sheldon, is trendjacking cheating? Shouldn't your music stand on its own merits? Well, the thing that you've got to... some people are going to go, I don't want to be a sellout, and I want, you know, my music is amazing, and people should like it for my music. Well, it would be fine if music was all you needed, Greg. It, you know, as, as you know, we've encountered so many musicians who just want to make music, and really, they would <laughs> yeah. they would like the music to form legs and to walk outside their abodes <laughs> yes. and to knock on people's doors and say, "Would you like to listen to a nice piece of music?" But unfortunately, there has to be some element of music discovery, and that normally involves some form of marketing and anything that you can do um to to aid that discovery it's got to be something that's that's worth a try i mean there are definitely two approaches here is that try to find out you know what's popular what's at the forefront of people's minds i mean i think we might have talked on the last episode is that you know there are certain um trends if to to use that particular word that come around every year you know there's christmas there is summer there is you know autumn winter there are various religious uh Mm. festivals from from christmas and all those sorts of things and nobody would probably balk at doing a christmas record however if christmas is something that happens uh once a year and is something that everybody or most people uh, agree with and get along with and you know want to be entertained by then then why not make a, a christmas record one of our um well in fact it's probably our my band's biggest song it's based around a, a you know particular day of the week which is Friday. And unsurprisingly, if you go to the stats of that particular song on a weekly basis, it trends and it mm. peaks every Friday as it as that song becomes more relevant to people's lives on that particular day. Haven't you done another song for another day of the week? I've, well, I have, I've, I've got one song that, that covers every day, but, <laughs> but this is it. So you have to ask yourself, you know, do you want your music to, to resonate within people's lives or do you think it's something that that stands apart from from other people as a you know as a as, as a musical form of art 
as it were. It, you know, it, it just sort of depends upon, upon your approach. And, you know, if it's if it's maybe the latter, then maybe you're going to have to spend more time and more money marketing it in, in a specific way and, and saying these are the benefits of this particular music and enjoy it for thus. Or you can say, well, you know, these are the topics and themes that, that people really do um, want and feel within their uh, their everyday lives and if you can create music that fits around you know people's everyday lives yeah then they will you know they will probably find it it resonates more with them you know the the, the example i always use is, is adele you know she's only popular because she makes music that people can really identify with yeah, she's good. She's good singer as well. But you know, if, if she was maybe singing about you know the, um, dancing in the club and you know having a great time, then that might resonate to a certain um, other section uh, of people. Yeah. And, but maybe it's going to be smaller. But you know, if she she sings songs identifying about the uh, the heartbreak of people and and of relationships, that's something everybody can identify with. And and the rest is history, Greg. Do you think she's ever happy? Um, I think she's happy when her PRS um, <laughs> statement comes through four times a year. I mean, I'm slightly happy when my PRS comes through, but I, I, about you know when when her publishing uh, check drops every quarter, that that would be nice mm. as well. There's money in misery, Greg. There's money in misery. <laughs> so there you go. That is trendjacking. Uh, I wonder what your next trend jacking uh what my uh, content of mine and my band yes well you know the, again identifying topics it's uh, just august as we as we do but you know the, you could do an album i mean host did uh, his his planet suite you know maybe some of our listeners could think right well if i do an ep for, for each of the seasons you know or i could do a, a 12 track um a um, album, one uh, based around each of the, the 12 months of the year. The possibilities are endless. Are endless. And uh, who is it? it um, which band is it? Was it Blink-182 um, who, uh, when September ends, I'm sure they always get a spike of... Uh, at the end of at the end of September, as everybody tweets, uh, is it Green? Was it Green Day? Was it Blink-182? I don't know. I'm not I'm sure. They show my musical ignorance. I so thought you were going to talk about Earth, Wind and Fire in September, but oh well, I, I did mention Earth, Wind and Fire on uh, on stage on Sunday, but that's another tale. Um, so, have any of our listeners had any success with trend jacking? If you have, let us know in the uh, in the Contact comments. Me. Contact us via whatever channel that you are uh, watching or listening this um, this podcast slash video cast on, and we will maybe talk about you and your successes in a, a future video. And indeed, if there's anything you want to talk about uh, us to investigate on the show and provide our tips and advice therein leave us a message get in contact with us and we will try and answer your music marketing conundrums there you go that is today's 30 minute music marketing thank you for watching and listening indeed and we will see you next time see you Take soon care. bye bye, -bye.